0: Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast with your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Here we weave together the elements of personal finance and business with the spiritual side of your money. Bust through your financial barriers and transform your life, mind, body, spirit, and wallet. Beth Ann guides you in a unique and enlightened approach. On how to clear your financial chakra pathways, tune up your money vortex system, and manifest your dreams come true. Here's your host, Beth Ann McMerrick.
1: Well, hello, and welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the New Moon Money Reading for February 23rd, 2020. I'm so excited about this reading because as I've been connecting into the collective consciousness, I've been recognizing that there's a big need for us as a collective to change. Yeah, we... Why do we resist change? Why is change something that we resist, even though we know it's for the betterment, for our higher good to shift and change things? For a long time, we have been, as a humanity, resisting change. We like to be comfortable. We like our little comfort zones. We like things to stay the same. But yet, when we realize that things aren't getting better, That we want a different life, that there's results that we're not getting that we want, and then we're told and given advice on different levels about changing something and doing something different, we resist it. We stop it. I've met with a lot of clients these last couple of weeks, and I can't even tell you how many times I've had to say, you know, that you're faced with a path, you're faced with a a fork in the road. You can choose to go forward, choosing one one path, keeping things the same, continuing to do the same things that self-sabotaging things. You can stay in the same main mindset, or you can shift and shift your mindset, and you can take this other path and recognize the higher consciousness, the goddess being that you are, and create a whole new life for yourself, a new reality. But that means we have to change. So why do we resist change? Why, even though we know it's for the betterment of ourselves, for our lifestyle, for our communities, for our humanity, why do we resist change? So that's going to be the focus of this new moon money reading for this this February 23rd, 2020, is why do we resist change even though We know it's for our highest good. And once we know why we're resisting it, then what can we do to really bring in the feeling of safety and security when it comes to change? I think one of the biggest reasons why we don't change is because not only are we comfortable, but we know what it's going to be like. We know what those results are going to be when we stay in the same cycle of negative energy or negative belief patterns or self-sabotaging actions, we know what those results are going to be and we know how to handle them. But when things change, even though we want them, totally want to have those changes happen in our life, we don't do what we know needs to be done to be changed because we're not sure what the results are going to be. We're afraid of Failure. We're afraid of success. We're afraid of what other people are gonna say. We're afraid of how others are gonna react to us. We're afraid we're gonna disappoint somebody. There are all kinds of fears. But as a collective, as a consciousness, we're at in humanity. There are so many things that have been shared out into the universe and into our lives around these fear-minded concepts that keep us. Under control that keep us so fearful of stepping into our power, because if they can keep us in a fear-minded mindset, then we don't reach out and go past our human abilities and and into our light abilities, into the powerful beings that we truly are, in being able to heal ourselves, heal our planets, heal our family, heal our circumstances. To go way beyond what we've been told. So as long as the powers that be can keep us in a fear mindset and keep us distracted and keep us in poverty, then we can be controlled and we can stay small and they can stay in power and they can keep profiting from our fear. So... What do we need to know to move forward? What do we need to know to change? What, why do we resist this change that we know needs to happen within our lives? And how do we actually make that happen? That's our focus for this new moon money reading for February 23rd, 2020. So let's get going. So, this is our the New Moon Money Reading. And if this is your first time joining me for the New Moon Money Reading, what we're going to do is I'm going to be drawing some cards from the goddess, the divine money goddess cards that I wrote. And I haven't drawn them yet. I've been shuffling them though while I was doing the introduction and while I've been sitting here contemplating this collective consciousness reading. So, I'm going to draw these cards here in just a minute. But what I'm going to do is What I've done is I did a little meditation and connecting with the collective consciousness and I'm going to draw these three cards. And what I'd like to invite for you is that get your money journal out so you can make some notes from yourself because we'll be getting a lot of information here of things that we can share and shift on and move on and work on. And what I'm going to ask also for you is that to just be open to the information that's coming through. Be open to what the possibilities are for us and be open to the truth of who you are and the truth of who I am, the truth of who we are as a collective species. So what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to ask you to take a breath. Take a deep breath in and out. And as I'm shuffling up these cards, I'm focusing on that... Our concept of why is it that we don't change? Oh, and I just had one drop out. Why we don't change. It just flew out of my hands. <laughs> why do we resist change, even though we know it's for the good betterment of who we are? There's another one there. And one more. Okay. So, the three cards that I drew was Goddess card number 31 Rich Money Goddess from the spirit perspective, then also Goddess card number 33 from the Divine Money Goddess wallet perspective, and then Goddess card number 6 Financial Freedom Money Goddess from the I am perspective. Indigo Brow. So if you have your own set of cards, you can um, pull your set of cards out and read through these yourself and read with them. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read these cards out loud. Everything's on the card, so I'm going to read it front and back, and then I'll stop the recording. I'm going to go back and listen to them, and then I'll map out on the chakra body map where blocks are in our body and what's triggering them. And then I'll also be downloading some specific information us and specific uh, things for us. So when I get the block, uh, there's certain things that trigger those blocks and those triggers are deep set beliefs, emotions, feelings, just different things that have been deeply embedded in our own personal DNA and in our collective DNA that has been stopping us from moving forward and how to do that, how we need to be moving forward, why we're resisting is the whole bit. So uh, take a breath. And I'm going to start with the Goddess cards. So the first one is the Rich Money Goddess from the Spirit Perspective. And this is Balancing the Chakra and Energy Fields. I honor myself by holding healthy, safe, and clear energy fields and boundaries around me. I am connected to self, source, and my divinely desired life. I eagerly take committed action in my true divine passions. As I heal me, I heal the world around me. Goddess card 31. And on the back is Spiritual Relationship, Divine Desires. Scarcity side, re-deprived. She lives a desolate, soulless existence, dried up and lifeless. She has given up all hope of any other existence or possibility of a different life. She allows others to drain her of her essential essence. She is the walking dead. And breathe. Energy exchange, connection to self. Divine desires are the loving dreams of your heart and soul. As these desires are fulfilled connections, oneness and a deep fulfilling peace is created. Surround yourself with a safe space for expression and expansion. Protect yourself from the harsher energies by supporting your energy fields and clearing your chakras. You are in control of what comes into your space. Healing energy, air. Money action. Clear your energy to connect more fully to yourself, your gifts, and your divine desires. Do this by dispelling all negative thoughts and emotions. Action is the key to actualizing and actually realizing your financial harmony. Dance to the delight of your ambitions. Goddess card 31. And breathe. Goddess card 33, Divine Money Goddess Wallet, Divine Financial Action. I am financially accountable for all my money actions. I learn, apply, and move forward. I love where my money goes, and I love receiving money. I honor my spirit, I listen to my guidance, and I take action. I have something special to offer the world. I am my word. Again taking action. We're not taking action because we're resisting, so the action isn't happening. But uh, it's clearly, we already know this, right? That if we want anything to change, we have to take action. Okay, I'll read the back. (laughs) Financial relationship, be your word and in integrity, scarcity side, depression, She wallows in her past mistakes, incomplete promises, and unfulfilled dreams. She avoids her commitments and herself, living in perpetual procrastination, self-sabotage, and full of excuses. She never keeps her word and continually disappoints others and herself. Energy Exchange, Value, and Money Your bank balance reflects the results of your actions. If you're not trustworthy, money literally disappears. When you are trust, trustworthy, you attract other trustworthy individuals. Your word is a sake of contract. Trust yourself by being your word to yourself. With accountability comes financial wealth. Healing energy, water. Money action. What are you avoiding is the very thing you get to do. What is it? Your spirit is nagging you to take that step for a specific purpose to meet your divinely desired life. Forgive yourself for past mistakes and financial failures. Let it go and move forward. Be your word, especially to yourself. And breathe. Okay, the last one. Financial freedom money goddess. I am. I know it is possible for me to have all. My dreams do come true. I am meant to have it all. I know the truth of me. I am a divine being dancing to the rhythm of life. I enjoy and trust all of life. Goddess card six. I am relationship to self. Scarcity side, fenced in. She hides behind a mask, hiding in what others want for her. Not being herself in relationship, business, and her true financial dream. Not investing money in herself and not listening to her own answers. Giving her money to others who tell her what to do, think, and believe, such as government, a religion, a business, or a personal relationship. Energy Exchange Peace Women thrive at creating and sustaining momentum for both themselves and others. Know what your dreams are. Ask for what you want. Trust in the process. Receive the results. Healing energy. Indigo brow chakra. Money action. Be the financial freedom money goddess. She lives her dreams. Her dreams come true. She has space to move, grow, learn, and play. Loving and dancing with all life has to offer. To have what she wants and to know the truth of who she is. Goddess card six. And breathe. Well, right off the bat, there's definitely a common theme throughout these three cards as far as why we resist change. And one of them is not believing in our own dreams and not believing in the 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 dream that we have and that it's actually possible for us to have. That dream because we're told, and we see it all around so much, like I said earlier, this fear mongering, this fear that's constantly being replayed, and these expectations of everybody else as far as how our life is supposed to be. But we have a dream for something else, and we're not listening to ourselves, we're not listening to that intuition that we're getting guidance on, we're not listening to. We're not taking the action that we're meant to be taking. And uh, this I, every single one of these cards hit with our dreams do come true. And so having a deeper belief that our dreams do come true, that it is possible for these dreams, for our vision of what we're meant to create does come true. The financial freedom money goddess, her healing energy is the indigo brow chakra, which is the seeing, having that vision. And... And focusing on that vision and allowing ourselves to really embody that vision, like feeling it in our body, filling it in our mind, filling it in our heart, and filling it in our, our full energy around us so that it can actually come true. And that's, again, another theme I'm getting from these cards is that creating our space and our energy, both our physical space and our energy space inside of ourselves and outside of ourselves is an important part in actualizing the dreams that we have and actually having them come through for what we want. Because, you know, I say this all the time, we can meditate away, but if we don't, take those actions towards the dreams that we have we're never things aren't ever going to happen things aren't going to change and so we're resisting that change because we're not believing in our own dream we're not believing in our own vision and we're not believing in and trusting ourselves or trusting the intuition that we have towards going forward so that's a little start Okay, I'm going to stop the recording. I'm going to go back and listen. I'm going to map out the chakra map, and I will be right back. Okay, I'm back. So, yeah, that was interesting. Exactly what one of the things, like I said, as far as we're not trusting ourselves and trusting in that dream and that that dream can come true for us. I think it. we see a lot of pain around us and we see a lot of people give up on their dreams and give up on their passions. But what I know as a financial creator specifically is that, you know, having a business and going for our passions, one of the things that it makes us do is it makes us face, face those deeper fears and doubts and different deeper beliefs about ourselves beliefs that we created long long ago uh, most likely in our childhood even possibly past lives but also we've been embedded or imprinted with some of these deeper darker beliefs about us just based on those people that raised us and and brought us up they've imprinted their own belief system on us and especially as women you know women when we're born it's like they pop out when we're popped out <laughs> you know they take one look at the genitals, the genitals, and they go oh girl okay this is her life she's going to be a mother she's going to be a wife she's going to be you know get her prepared to take care of the house and cook and clean but then if it's a man that's born they say oh it's a it's a thing of a Okay, well then let's you know there. Wow, there's all kinds of possibilities for them, and the world is open up to them, and they are giving a maraud of opportunities and possibilities for them. But as women, we've been narrow-mindedly guided towards a specific function for our life, which is to be the wife and the mother and the caretaker. In fact, I always hear this like the dream. Like what I think is pretty interesting is the dream. What is the dream? The dream is the white house and the picket fence. And the fenced in is one of the things that hits us, hits in the back in this thing of like stabbing us in the back. And and part of one of the downloads was like reaching past the picket fence. It's like we don't have to stop. Our dream isn't just about having a nice pretty house and a picket fence we can reach past that picket fence and have the world open up to the possibilities. That's one of the greatest things that have that have shifted for the young women and the girls in our lifetime now is that they're given this opportunity to create whatever life that they want, and the doors are open to all sorts of possibilities. We have made that a new standard for them. There, There's girls playing football now. I mean, Barbie's got all kinds of professional forward opportunities for Barbie. And we're opening up a space wider and wider and wider for these young girls to create the life that they want. But yet there's still this narrow-minded thinking that the ultimate thing that every girl is going to need and have is the husband and the house and the picket fence. And you know, it's BS basically, and that's where we, even as women, have stopped creating our own dreams is at that picket fence because if we haven't received that or got uh, achieved that, um, or if we have achieved it and we're not happy with it, it there's still there's this piece of us that's that's something wrong, that and there's a lot of shame too for women about for women who want to work outside of the home and do things beyond, you know, focus on her career. There's so much backlash and stigma and all kinds of negative things that are written and said and portrayed towards women going after their dreams and working outside of the home and not conforming to that idea of what a woman should be focusing on and what her big dream should be, (laughs) which is that house, the home, and the picket fence. So one of the other things that hits in the front by the heart chakra is gives up hope of a different possibility in life. And it's breaking our heart. This breaking our heart is that we've given up hope for the possibility of a different life. So that makes sense why we don't change. Why wouldn't we? Why would we change anything? We're in our nice little comfort zone and our, our nice little comfort PJs bend watching whatever we want to we don't even have to go outside to shop anymore i mean because we've given up this hope of a different possibility of life and the other thing that's really interesting is that because the brow chakra was one of the healing energies but one of the, there's a couple of things that actually they hit on our brow chakra which is divine financial action integrity and being your word to yourself and when our brow chakra is blocked, we're not able to really see that vision. So, of course, we're not able to ha- see the possibilities of, our, of a different life because our brow chakra is blocked because we're not taking this divine financial action. What divine financial action basically means is taking inspired Action towards our dreams. I know it says financial action. Financial action is financial, period, is about supporting ourselves, right? It's about supporting and caring and loving ourselves because we can't do anything in our life. Women are stuck, people are stuck in circumstances, people are stuck in jobs, people are stuck in relationships that aren't supporting them anymore because of the money. They stay in these negative, hurtful, painful work environments, businesses, relationships. Both men and women do this because of the financial piece of it, because they're not being cared for. So divine financial action is the divinely inspired, -inspired, God-inspired, goddess-inspired action towards supporting yourself. And supporting yourself looks in different ways, not just the financial support, but the emotional supporting yourself, the the spiritually supporting yourself, the saying no to things, taking on other people's problems and issues and, and responsibilities that are others, but we take that on for other people. That's not supporting ourselves. And so it's about coming back to Supporting who we are and supporting ourselves and one of the things I think is really interesting in one of the downloads is That it's our duty to support ourselves goddess. You only have yourself throughout your life Listen to yourself. Trust yourself live for yourself. This is how you will heal the world It is not selfish to think of yourself It goes against God to not care for yourself you are a divine being that the world needs and you are responsible to care for your for the precious gift that you are. Only you can bring to light the goddess's messages that you are divinely meant to bring. It is our responsibility to care for the precious gift that you are that we are. And this line like it goes against God to not care for ourselves. We've been told it's selfish for us not to care for our other people. And again, that's another, um, you know, men and women are taught different things about what selfish means. But specifically that it's not selfish to think of ourselves, that it's our, that it goes against God and that it is our responsibility to think of ourselves, because we're the ones that are bringing in that divine information. And when we heal ourselves, just like one of the cards said, when we heal ourselves, we heal the world. And I've seen that firsthand as I've healed and grown myself. I've seen that ripple out uh, into my family and into my children. And that's been amazing to see the shift in them as I have shifted for myself. So when we're not taking this divine financial action, when we're not being in integrity with ourselves, when we're not being our word to ourselves, we block our own internal vision that stops us from seeing the possibilities that life has to offer. It stops us from seeing the new opportunities because then we start this spiral of depression and and repression of ourselves and we give up this possibility of a different in life. The other thing that hits us right in the gut is committed action. And what I thought was really interesting about that, the committed action, is that, you know, we've got to have this passion to move forward. And one of the things, like I remember when I first started doing sessions with people a long, long time ago, and it just really shocked me when I first heard it, because I would hear people's dreams and different things that they wanted to to do. And I'd ask them, well, what's stopping you from doing that? And the first thing they say was, well, I don't want to be responsible. Okay, so you want to have this big dream, but you don't want to be responsible. Well, why don't we want to be responsible? Well, if you're responsible and something goes wrong, then punishment follows, right? Right. I mean, I remember I was responsible for eight kids all through the summer long. All summer long, in between school, I was responsible for taking care of all these kids. Now, they didn't listen to me, I'll tell you that, number one. (laughs) Uh, We didn't really have the resources to feed them all every single time. And I always had to come up with different activities or different things for the kids to do so that they weren't tearing the house apart because not only was I responsible for watching you know and i was what 12 13 years old uh i not only was i responsible for watching seven kids siblings younger than me but i was also responsible to make sure that the house got cleaned and the laundry got taken care of and the kids were the, the kids were taken care of but believe you me seven little kids running around they don't listen to their big sister at 13 and 14 uh and they basically terrorize the house So I would find different, we would go on different little errands. I remember always putting them in little wagons and taking them down to the park and doing some things, outdoor activities, whatever, as much as I could so that they wouldn't tear the house apart. But it didn't matter because I didn't meet that responsibility and punishment followed and it was harsh. The punishment was harsh. So I can see why taking committed action, being responsible for what you're creating. I I can only speak for myself, of course, but in my experience, responsibility, if if we failed in our responsibility, a harsh, harsh punishment came about. So think about for yourself, where have you been harshly punished for not meeting a responsibility that That responsibility ultimately, like the responsibility that was given unto me, was completely unfair. It was completely unrealistic for me to be able to manage seven little kids, a full household, keeping it clean, keeping the laundry done, making dinner. I mean, my parents, two adults, they couldn't even do it. What would make them think... I could do it at that age, right? I'm having an epiphany at the moment. So that's just one experience that I had in my growing up that has perpetuated in a space of my unconscious of being fearful of being responsible. Because I I, I mean, I want to grow my business. My business wants to get bigger. I spiritually hear it all the time. Get bigger, get bigger, go bigger. Things are going to be great. My vision is a huge vision. But the responsibility behind it scares the credeges out of me. And I just had an epiphany just through this uh, session here. So realizing that the truth is when we trust ourselves, everything shows up. And now as an adult, I've seen this happen for myself over and over again as I've trusted myself and I've taken the committed action and I've done the things the money, the time, the people, everything has shown up to come in and support me in creating these, creating these visions that I've had for myself, for these visions that I've had for my business. So listening to our guidance is nothing that hits us. Avoiding herself and I receive my, I love receiving money. Those all hit again in the, in our gut. I meant to have it all, not investing in ourselves. Those things, avoiding ourselves and not listening to our guides and not allowing ourselves to receive money and we're meant to have it all, are all things that, again, have been telling us, have been taught to us about everybody else knows better. Our parents know better. Listen to the mother and the father. The mother and father know best. God knows best. The The church director knows best. The teacher knows best. You know, the government knows best. We have been taught over and over and over and over again to listen to everybody else and to not tap into our own guidance. It's been something that through humanity has been drilled into us from century to century to century about always listening to authority, listening to somebody else outside of ourselves that somebody else knows better because they've been down that road before and so they know what's better for us to do. But they don't know who we are. We're each individual, unique beings. That we each have our own divine gifts that we're bringing to this earth and to this planet on our own unique message. And again, especially through religion, we've been taught to listen to everybody else, to pray to God, to search for meaning outside of ourselves, outside of the, outside of our own heart and our own soul. That we're just this malleable little creature that is here to follow along this path that somebody else has created. And, and, and that's not the truth of, of us. It's the truth of us is that we already are these God beings and that we have this divine message and this divine passion and purpose that we're meant to bring. And we get to, bring it out into the world and we get to trust ourselves, we get to listen to ourselves, we get to honor ourselves. Honor ourselves and allow ourselves to care for ourselves. It's not selfish to care for ourselves. It's not selfish to want it all. And it all doesn't mean the big house and the picket fence and the Cartier watch and the fancy car. Having it all is being cared for, being loved, being supported, having nutritious food, having good water, having the exercise, having the dream fulfilled, like that's having it all. That's having it all. It's not the material things. It's the emotional, spiritual things. And the financial piece, which then goes into investing in herself, allowing ourselves to invest in ourselves invest in our growth invest in our education invest in our healing i have to say that's been one of the best things for me that i've enjoyed more than anything as far as having money goes is that i've been able to invest in my own emotional healing emotionally shifting from the trauma that i received as a child and being able to have the money to care and and heal my heart and heal my soul has been one of the greatest gifts ever, ever. So having it all and having the money to invest in ourselves, again, that investment also means investing in our dreams. And if we have a big dream, and I have a big dream, and I know you have a big dream, we've got to learn the skills, we have to learn the abilities, and we also have to be able to create the products and the substantial support to make that dream happen. Just like, you know, everything's online now and creating your empire online, well, you've got to have the money for the electricity, for the website, for the people fixing the website, for the marketing work that needs to be done to get the message out, to to publish your books, to print your materials, to have a class, to do certain things. I mean, the money has to be there to do that. So... The other thing that hits us is honor myself. And it hits right in the lower back, which is also about supporting ourselves and honoring ourselves. And that honoring ourselves is also honoring our dream. It is so important that we start doing this. Our humanity is collapsing. People are in so much fear and in so much pain. And people are killing themselves left and right. People are... In so much depression, people are so alone. We've got crazy things happening all over the world. Our, I mean, look at our earth. Our earth is exploding all around us in different ways. And it isn't just because we have been treating our planet horribly with our environmental toxins. It's also that toxins that we've been creating within ourselves by not listening to ourselves and not trusting ourselves. And our earth is... Reflecting our own emotional and spiritual state as a humanity and it's just showing up in front of us about how we are not supporting and not honoring who we are. We're not taking a stand. We're not letting ourselves be heard. We're not letting ourselves be seen. There's so many of us that have so many important things to say. And yeah, there's other people saying other things. I mean, Tony Robbins, for hell's sakes. He's out there saying all kinds of stuff. Oprah Winfrey, she's saying all kinds of stuff. But not everybody resonates with Tony Robbins and Oprah Winfrey. Not everybody. They're multimillionaires. I mean, the change is not going to happen from the top people down. The change in our planet is going to happen from the bottom up because we are at the ground level and we have connections with people that are in so much pain right now that if we allow ourselves to be seen and heard, we can shift the healing with the people on the ground level that don't have access to Tony Robbins, that don't have access to Oprah Winfrey, that don't have access to the big gurus of the world. There's a conference that's coming out here in Utah in a little while or maybe it's already come I don't know but Ellen DeGeneres was supposed to be there and Michelle Obama and some other people are supposed to be there and the ticket price was like fifteen hundred bucks or something like that was outrageous I was so mad because there's only a certain amount of people a certain level of income that can afford those kind of tickets and I just, in fact, I even said something on Facebook to somebody. I'm like, that's just a ridiculous price. Here, these people are coming into our community to bring inspiration and support and healing to our community. But yet, unless you had so much money, you weren't able to make it or to participate in that particular inspirational conference. And what even ticked me off even more is after I made that comment, then somebody commented back to me and said, "Well, think of the quality level of people that will be there." Oh, that made me so mad because it doesn't the quality of level of people are at every financial level, and the ones that need it the most at the lower financial level, the ones that deserve the heel to hear these inspirational people speak and talk and be healed and supported by them are being excluded from this conference because they can't afford the high ticketed price. Change is going to happen from the ground up. It's not going to happen from the top down. Oprah Winfrey and all those other people, you know, uh, they, they got their bazillion dollars and they're living in their dream little houses with their picket fences. And they've got the support and the money around them to do whatever they want. And because we're focused and always jumping in on their little Yahoo bandwagon, we're ignoring ourselves and ignoring our own mission. I know Like, I would love to sit down with Miss Oprah Winfrey and tell her a few things, (laughs) because I don't think she's all that. And I'm probably going to piss a couple people off by saying that, but that's okay, because I'm not about to follow along in her little bandwagon that she's got running around. Yeah, she helps people, but at the same time, she also hurts people. And she doesn't fully support the people the way she says she's supporting them. That's all I'm going to say. So, what I'm saying though to you is if you have a passion, if you have a voice, if you have a desire to create something and do something different, it's time for you, it's time for us, it's time for all of us to go for that passion, to go for that dream, to go for and honor that divine being that we are, honor ourselves, supporting ourselves, supporting ourselves in our own mission so that we can create this change in humanity, so that we can create a change in the life of the people in this world. It isn't going to happen unless we do it, unless we stand up and do it. So what has your spirit been nagging you to do? Is another thing that hits us right in our back. Also others drain her, hits us right in the back. We're stabbing ourselves in the back always by not By constantly keeping in our environment people that are toxic, that are not supportive, that talk in toxic ways, that, you know, all they have to do is talk about what happened on the last TV show or last whatever, instead of talking about real issues in life. Or talking about how we can really heal and support each other in life. And then... Our spirit has been nagging us to do certain things, but yet we ignore our spiritual self. And those are another things that are hitting us in our back. Again, another stabbing ourselves in the back by not listening to ourselves. So I'm going to read these message. I honor myself and my divine dreams. The vision I have for myself and humanity is to bring peace and well-being to all. Without my belief of who I am, I can never achieve this dream. I must honor myself, honor the God gifts that I hold, trusting in the divinity of who I am. My desires are important. Connect to yourself. Meditate on, your, on you, your desires, your dreams, you. Oneness is created by fulfilling your dreams and taking action, dispelling all negative thoughts and emotions. And oneness is that oneness, not only that's that oneness with with ourselves and that oneness with our higher power and that oneness with our higher selves and their oneness with the universe and that oneness that we keep striving for. And we think, oh, if I buy the new pretty this or I buy the new pretty that or if I get a new relationship here or a new relationship there, it's going to bring this oneness and this fullness within me. But that doesn't happen from outside of us. The oneness comes from the inside of us. It comes from us creating and fulfilling our own dreams and our own desires and our own love for ourselves, our own filling up of our cup and filling up of our own trusting and honoring and loving and caring for ourselves. It isn't selfish to care for yourself. So meditating on you Meditate on your desires, meditate on your dreams, meditate on you, making you the center of the universe, because you are the center of your universe. Dispelling all negative thoughts and emotions. Allow yourself to be vulnerable enough with yourself to recognize when you have these negative thoughts and emotions and how when they come up, like search your heart, search your soul of that. That experience that taught you that particular negative thought or that negative emotion. Just for an example, I my sixteenth birthday, and this is something I just realized the other day. It was my sixteenth birthday, and you know, woohoo, yay, sixteenth birthday! I mean, the story I have kept hearing, sweet sixteen, you know, oh, it's just so great and grand. You have party and get a car and yeah, woohoo, woohoo. Well, <laughs> I, I, you know, as the oldest of eight kids, with eight kids, you know, there really wasn't a whole lot of extra money going around to be able to do certain things. My dad was a barber, my mom was a nurse. They barely had, you know, two cents to rub together. Ultimately, but my wishes and my dreams and my, my desires for things for myself, I was, I was always very neglected. It was always put to the last of the list. I was always the last to receive dinner. I was the last to receive any Christmas presents or anything. I mean, I was the last. But I thought on my 16th birthday, I thought, well, I was the first one. I was turning sweet 16 and maybe something would be different. Maybe something would be different. Maybe they would be a little bit different with me. So I'm just kind of wishing and dreaming and think, oh, maybe I'll get a car because I've been working so hard and, you know, I've been taking care of the kids and whatever. Well, I did get a car. It was one of those little Hot Wheel cars. (laughs) And I remember my dad and my mom just laughing and joking and just thinking it was so funny that they gave me this little Hot Wheel car. But what I came to the conclusion about the other day is what I learned in that moment was that my dreams and my desires were a joke. That I wasn't truly worth, worthy of receiving anything good, but just a little. That I wasn't important enough to receive anything more than, you know, the 50 cent car. And that's a belief that I've carried for myself for years and years and years. That I wasn't worth having my dreams come true. I wasn't worth my desires. I wasn't worth anybody going the extra mile for me. That I was only worth having just a little tiny bit. And that's all I've let myself have for so many years. It's just that little tiny bit. And that my dreams and my desires and my hopes for myself were a joke. So they weren't valued. And I I get to still work on this new awareness because, whew, yeah, I've been carrying it for a long time. And I just realized that the other day, or yesterday, that I've been still holding on to this. That my dreams and my desires aren't worthy, that they're a joke, that they're not important. And that's something that I get to continue shifting on. And I'm so grateful for this new moon money reading, because the new moon energy is about manifesting. And that manifesting a new belief, which is what we all get to do, is that belief in our dream, that belief in that deep desire that we have to shift things, and that we can trust in those beliefs and those and our dreams to coming true and that it's possible for us to actually create something different and that we're going to be supported and loved and cared for all along the way if we continue to move forward if we continue to take those steps and I'm not always taking the steps forward that I need to be taking that I know I need to take I don't always do that myself But I still take little incremental steps. I'll take a couple little steps forward and then maybe a step back. And then a couple steps forward and then a step back. But I keep moving forward because it's so important. We have always come to a T. We have a choice. And, And personally, I don't want to live the same life that my mother lived and died with. I don't want to be dying on my deathbed going, I wish I had done this. I want to just do it, and it is difficult to face our our biggest fears and our biggest blocks and our biggest fe- our our biggest shames and the biggest hurts and those horrible beliefs about ourselves. It's very hard to do that, but it's a it's worth it. It's so worth it to to create something different for ourselves. It's so worth it to face those things so that our life can be more enriched and our, the people that we work with can be more enriched and more help. I want to help hundreds and thousands of people. I want to share this money message with hundreds of thousands of people. And I know that I'm getting there. And I know that I have touched and supported and inspired a few, at least a few hundred <laughs> through some of the work that I've done over the years and as many of these goddess cards that have gone out over the world that they they have touched and inspired others to shift their mindset and their beliefs around their money and themselves but I want it to go global and I want it to be like a widespread virus of love and hope and inspiration but it isn't gonna get to that extent if I don't keep taking those steps forward we're not going to be able to change the whole world if we don't start working on changing ourselves and changing those little bits within us. So trust in yourself. The last download, the last message, live your dreams. Your dreams will come true if you listen to yourself. You are meant to have all of life's offerings. What you, whatever you want, live for you and your dreams. Open to the possibility that it is possible. Take a breath. I can't say it enough how important it is that we start speaking up and sharing our message. There's somebody there that we don't know that is listening to you. You're somebody there that you're inspiring. So keep speaking up. Keep speaking stepping forward. Listen to yourself and the guidance and do those steps as best as you can moving forward. Allow yourself the healing of your emotions, the healing of those deep beliefs that keep stopping you. Keep moving forward. And as you do that, things will happen. Things will shift. Okay, so that's it for tonight. Thank you so so much for joining me tonight. I hope that you found some inspiration in this reading tonight. I know I did. I'm going to go do some more journaling. Just to remind you that I will be having the pictures of the goddess cards and the chakra map will be up on my website on divinemoneymastery.com where you can take a peek at them and just see what it looks like. Please let me know. I would love to support you individually and Go one-on-one and have a session one-on-one with you where we can go and uncover some of the beliefs and the blocks that are getting in your way of really going forward in the life that you want. So please join me and let's have a session, one-on-one session. If you have the goddess cards, we can do that right away. If you don't, you'll need a set of the goddess cards so we can do that session I would love, love, love to work with you to help support you in creating your dream come true and shifting your mindset about the possibilities for you. But either way, thank you so much for listening. I do hope that you'll take some action, a a little action every day, two or three things every day towards the dream that you have, towards what you want. And then eventually it'll happen eventually it'll come together I trust in that I believe in that and I receive that so thank you so much for joining me I love you so much my money peeps and I will see you next time on the spirit of money podcast peace in
0: Thank you for listening to the Spirit of Money podcast. Are you ready to transform your money life? Imagine making money that nourishes your body and soul. Visit divinemoneymastery.com for more information about products and services created to empower your money life and to contact Beth Ann via email, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up to receive a complimentary ebook written by Beth Ann. Five Steps to Money Peace of Mind Quick Guide Discover the spiritual side of your money to increase your abundance and divine financial wealth. Join us next time on the Spirit of Money podcast.